Are you looking for freedom? Freedom from the daily grind and hustle? Or just finding a way to live the life you always wanted? Then join us on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Our host, Mike Ayala, will help you discover new ways to find freedom with tips, insights, and interviews. You'll learn the exact systems he's used to travel the world and live his best life. True success and happiness are all about freedom. And here's your roadmap on how to find freedom on your own terms. Welcome to the Investing for Freedom podcast. Here's your host, Mike Ayala. Thank you for joining me on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Today's episode is going to be a little different than what we're used to. Um, you know, usually I bring a guest on for, for the Thursday episodes, but today it's just going to be me. And I guess you could say that um, today's guest is the current me and maybe uh, the other guest is the old me, the way that I used to think. What we're going to talk about today is the power of a personal brand. And I'm really going to bring you back to my journey over the last few years um, and how I progressed to really figure out that I needed to step into building the podcast, my personal brand, et cetera, et cetera. That being said, um, I, I think you guys are going to enjoy this podcast. Hopefully it brings value to um, all of you. And at the same time, for those of you that are maybe on the fence or you know, know that you're being pulled or led into uh, building a personal brand, launching a podcast, um, you know, getting your Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever platform it is that you feel led, YouTube even, um, hopefully this kind of pushes you over the edge because um, I don't think there's ever been a better time to launch our personal brands and really dig into it than now. Of course, yesterday or two years ago or three years ago was a better time than today. But, you know, there's the old saying, when's the best time to plant a tree? Well, of course, 10 or 20 years ago, but the second best time is today. So um, that being said, the, the real reason why, um, you know, it's just me here today um, in, in all transparency and, and being completely honest, a lot of times we'll batch episodes and, and we've, we've definitely got a backlog of guests and, and people coming up. But we had a particular guest, um, we recorded two episodes last week, but for reasons that make a lot of sense, the guest that we were going to drop um, when you're hearing this, we, we've waited to drop in January with... Um, again, some good solid reasons. There's some really exciting things coming um, that, that this particular guest is launching in January and I can't wait for you guys to, to hear that episode. And you know, I've, I could have done an audible and, and called somebody up this week, but it's Thanksgiving. And the reality is um, as much as I wanna bring consistency to you guys and everything else, I think you'll find a lot of value in this. And rather than bugging somebody over Thanksgiving break, I just decided I'd hop on and, and share something that I've been meaning to share with you guys anyway. And I was planning on doing it on a Monday episode, but also it might go a little long. Um, and I try to keep those Monday episodes short, even though sometimes they push 15 or 20 minutes. So anyway, the power of a personal brand. So I'm gonna walk you backwards. Um, and again, I'm sharing this with you because I want you guys to understand, I was actually on the golf course today with a, a buddy of mine and I told him that I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat, I, I'm an extrovert in the sense that I, I do like being around people. I like going out. I like you know, being with friends, I get energized by being around people. But that being said, um, when it comes to, you know, conventions and, and big events and that, I, like I'm, I'm as uncomfortable as the next guy. Um, I really, really don't like being in large crowds and, 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 you know, walking up to groups of people that are already in the middle of a conversation and you kind of, you know, you kind of shoulder in and you're like, hey guys, can I join you? And you feel like you interrupted the conversation. You don't want to be 
um, the weird guy that stops somebody from talking. And, and when anytime there's a group of people together, like somebody's always talking and all that's just uncomfortable. And when I worked backwards, so anyway, back to the story on, on the golf course, I was telling this guy that I'm somewhat of an introvert when it comes to, you know, larger crowds and bigger events. And he's like, really, I wouldn't have known that just, you know, listening to you on the podcast and hearing your stories and all the investments that you've done and, and, you know, seeing you speak, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't think that you were an introvert. And again, I do love people. I love being around people, but it's really, I'm not that like, um, you know, person that's really comfortable uh, introducing myself or talking about myself, et cetera, et cetera. And it got me just really thinking, I don't think that many of us are. Um, there's some people that I think naturally are that way, but I think it's, I think it's very few. I think it's a small percentage. Um, and then I think there's a group of people that have learned how to do it, learned how to get uncomfortable, learn how to ask good questions. Um, you know, conscious questioning as John Berghoff would call it. Um, but anyway, the day and age that we live in makes it so much easier to build your personal brand and build your story. And I'm telling you right now, the sooner that you can start sharing your truth, whatever that is, you know, maybe it's a, a YouTube channel that you've been thinking of around cooking, or I've, I've got this idea that I wanted to do forever and I wish I would have done it. Um, you know, five years ago, I started thinking about this. I even got the domain. I think it's, um, I can't remember what it's something around, um, gadget guy type stuff, right? And I'm just thinking, I'm, I'm a guy that likes a lot of different hobbies. Um, you know, guns, I've learned how to brew beer. I um, fly airplanes. I became a pilot. Um, I love to age beef. Uh, <laughs> there's so many different things that I love to do. And when I, when I get into something, I test it out. I learn it. I love to garden. There's all these different things. And so I thought about starting a YouTube channel around just, you know, gadgets, if you will. And the nice thing about this from a business perspective is you can write off all your gadgets. And then what's even cooler, if you start making traction, like people would start sending you their new gadget, right? And then you can decide if you like it or not. Anyway, my point is there's so many ways to get your brand up and going, your YouTube channel. People think about it in those terms usually though, like this is going to be the way that I make money or that I, you know, like I, I love man toys, like you know, like I said, guns and CBs for the truck and all that stuff. And so I was thinking of it as a way to not necessarily make money, but, you know, write off some of this stuff and, and, and be able to get stuff like that. But this is so much deeper and so much more powerful. Obviously, if you've got some kind of gifting or something that you're really good at, uh, maybe it's inspiring people, maybe it's, you know, coaching leadership, maybe it's teaching people how to knit or crochet it goes so much deeper than just building your personal brand. It's adding value back, right? And I think a lot of times people look at the statistics and they see how much money people are making on YouTube, et cetera, and they think of it from a business perspective and there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm gonna break this down. Like if you've got some kind of passion, I think it's super powerful that you get going into it. And, and let me just dive into why. So you may or may not know my story, but I was a plumber by trade, um, worked four or five years in the field and actually, even a little longer because I started working for this plumbing company, you know, when I was probably 15 in high school. So I would work the summers and sometimes after school. But then I didn't really, I started going to an apprenticeship program after I graduated. I became a journeyman plumber and started running my own jobs. And then, you know, through a series of events, and this is part of why I started investing for freedom, I'm a big proponent of making sure that what you do with your time is helping you achieve what you really want out of life. And that being said, the company that I was working for, I was working out of town, I was running a job, 
I'm 23, 24 years old. Kara's pregnant with our third child and I'm missing the entire pregnancy. And so we decide to go off and start our own business. Well, again, I'm a plumber by trade. We scaled that business very quickly from 2004. Um, every year, you know, we're just doubling in growth and we're doubling our employees and I'm doing everything I can as a young person, finding coaches to keep me aligned. We're, you know, hiring the best CPAs we can find, the best attorneys we can find, you know, just surrounding ourselves with team members, whether that's internal team members, external team members via coaches, attorneys, CPAs, etc. You can tell when somebody's willing to invest in their team, whether internal team or external team, those are the kind of people that are going to do well. And so we did that. We, we started growing. Well, Fast forward in 2014, um, I sold my part of the business to my business partner. And along the way, we had you know, accumulated a lot of real estate together. We had bought mobile home parks. We had bought single family residence, some of that together, some of that separate. Um, the, the, reason, the reason why he bought me out, by the way, um, we were great partners, actually. You hear me say this all the time, but if two partners have the same strength, one of them's not needed. And he and I were actually great partners. Um, if I would have known the book traction and understood the structure, then I was basically a visionary. Well, I was a visionary. It wasn't basically, I was a visionary and he was an integrator. The thing is, I didn't know that I was a visionary and he didn't know that he was an integrator. And so, um, you know, we didn't flow in those two areas together. Had we known it would have probably been a lot more productive, but at the same time, we weren't bad business partners. We were actually really good for each other. Um, because we had separate different strengths that really complemented each other. The reason why I decided to sell, long story short, um, Kara and I had some long-term goals that we knew just weren't going to align. Um, we knew we were going to need to go other directions in order to achieve our long-term goals. And so this is the interesting thing. When you figure out what you really want, and the reason why I'm constantly talking about adjusting is because you're going to go through seasons of life. And that was a great season of my life. That was 10 years of my life. But we knew um, looking, you know, another 10 years down the road that the things we wanted, that business was no longer going to serve us. That partnership was no longer going to serve us. And so we got out of the business. Here's where the power of the personal brand story starts to come together. Although it took me another probably five years, really six years to figure it out. So I often say that was the best and worst day of my life because I'm 34 years old. I achieve the American dream. I'm retired at 34. And literally, um, we, through an exit and through the real estate that we had at that point in time, I, I don't know that I've said this on here, but Kara and I basically had, um, we had like 45 single family residences. That includes duplexes, threeplex, et cetera. We had three commercial buildings, um, several land investments. Um, I don't think I said this, but we basically we had like five mobile home parks. Um, so between our real estate and then the buyout with the company, I'm 34 years old and I'm basically retired. The reason why this is the best and worst day of my life is because I realized that my identity was poured into that business that I had spent 10 years building out with my business partner and Kara my identity was all in that company. And then I went on this journey kind of, you know, trying to figure out what's next. And it's interesting in, in America and probably the world in general, whenever we start having a conversation with somebody, the question that we ask is always, what do you do? We've been so programmed 
be by you know go to school get good grades go to college get a job and 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 what you do in your career who you decide to become that's your identity that's what that's who you identify with i'm mike the plumber i'm mike the real estate guy i'm mike the mobile home park investor i'm mike the podcaster you see what i'm you see what i'm getting at so, so fast forward, um, I met my partner, Andrew Lenoy through the Real Estate Guys Mastermind, um, really started doing a lot of growth work around the branding. Um, there, you know, a lot of stuff has shifted in the last um, 10 years, 20 years since I really got into business, but it was kind of slow shifts. So from the time that we started our company in 2004 till I exited in 2014, there was probably a growth trajectory of, let, let's call it 2x. What we used for marketing and branding in 2004 changed, you know, two, two times. Like it was, there were, like, believe it or not, we were still using um, yellow page ads and, you know, we were starting to move to more online marketing. And of course there was websites and there was Facebook, but it was, it was still real early in, you know, the 2010s and people were figuring it out then, but we weren't. And there's certain industries too that move a lot faster than others. Um, construction, government, these are some of the slower moving um, late adopters of technology, if you will. So anyway, I would say that it changed 2x. But since I exited in 2014, or even the, you know, what we've seen change from 2010 to 2020, which I'm coming to you, it's, you know, November 27th, I think 2020. Um, what changed from 2010 to 2020 wasn't 2x, that was probably, it was probably like 200x. And, and I would argue that what's changed in the last few years has been exponential. And it's just gonna to continue to change more and more and more and faster and faster and faster. And the way that we did business, I don't even care, I don't care if you've got a traditional brick and mortar business, the way you did business three years ago, it's not gonna to continue to work. The way that we market, the way we get seen, et cetera, it's not gonna work. And so coming back to the personal brand story, we have some consultants that we work with um, they do a lot of work for us behind the scenes, a lot of our branding, you know, the podcast, all, a lot of the stuff that we do. Um, we, we work with a company who does a pretty great job and they also consult with us on, you know, the capital raising side. Um, the founder, Matt, is just brilliant. He's been a huge resource to us. But he started telling us, um, you know, a bunch of statistics. He's just brilliant and, and, and really on the front end of the curve. Like he's, he definitely knows what's going on. And so he started telling us a while back, like, you guys need to start building your brand. Like, we need to get you out in front of the audience. And to me, in my mind, like, I wasn't fully comprehending this. In my mind, I'm thinking he's telling me that I need to shoot a video that's going to go on my website. And maybe that's part of it. But what he was really saying is we need to start building our personal brands and our identities. Uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, you know, Google. It's interesting. Uh, Kara was just telling me that um, she belongs in a couple masterminds that, you know, work around a lot of this stuff. And, and Google is now, um, linking SEO directly to Instagram, which I don't even really get my head around what that actually means other than <laughs> yes, more Instagram, right? We're, we can fight this or we can lean into it. And there's industries, um, that are adopting some of this. Obviously big tech is. Obviously, large companies spend billions of dollars researching this every year, but the small, the smaller companies, 
I would argue are probably not doing it. And the smaller real estate investors, um, there's a lot of us that are going to get left behind if we don't get on this. And so backing up, um, Matt from this marketing company, which I you know, won't mention, um, cause he doesn't just serve, you gotta, you gotta be pretty niche. Um, if, if you are interested and you think that maybe, you know, you're in the capital raising business, um, you're, you're raising capital around real estate business funds, and you need some help from a company that's really great at marketing around that. Um, just reach out to me at team at investingforfreedom.co and, and just, you know, put in the subject line referral for marketing company. And we can see if it's a good fit. That's, I, I, I want to do them justice and make sure that we filter clients. That's not even really what this um, podcast is about, but I also, they're really good at what they do and they've been a huge help to me. So if it's a good fit, I, I, would, I would like to continue to make connections for them and just help them to, to grow their business. Again, not the point of this podcast. Um, so I wake up one day and I literally have this epiphany and this was probably two years ago, maybe a year and a half. And I realized just looking back to when I exited my first business in 2014, and I say that's the best and worst day of my life, I have this epiphany that um, the reason why was because I had built my personal brand and identity and everything, my value and, and what I felt my worth was, was all tied up in that 10-year project. And what I realized is that, you know, whether it's park place communities where we buy mobile home parks, um, we're currently at 35 communities in 13 states, whether it's that business or any other business that we get into, um, I'm going to exit that business at some point in time, most likely, and I'm going to go through an identity crisis again. I'm going to spend another one year, three years, five years rebuilding my brand again. When I sold that company in 2014, I was the plumber. And so when I went out, even though I you know, had been pretty successful with, with Kara and I, um, you know, buying passive real estate, when we decided to go out and make passive real estate investing a, a business, I teamed up with Andrew and we started, um, you know, really growing the property management company and the construction company and Four Peaks Capital Partners. We turned what used to be a passive real estate investing, um, I guess, world to me, we turned it into a business. And, and now we go out and we buy properties and investors invest with us. So it's no longer a passive thing for me. It's now my active business and I have investors who invest passively with us. But that being said, it took us a while to really get that brand up and, and going and, and you have to spend a year, two years, three years really getting known as you know the, the, the guy who does real estate investing in the mobile home park space arena. I woke up and I literally text Matt and I said, listen, I, I, I get it. I'm gonna wake up someday and I'm gonna exit this real estate business and then I'm gonna have to start working on my personal brand and start building this thing all over again. And he said, well, congratulations. You know, it, sometimes we can hear something 10 times, 15 times, 20 times, but until you actually get it, until you actually understand it, it doesn't become real to you. Another thing happened, I heard Gary Vee probably around the same time um, say that there was a day coming in the next two to five years, I think is kind of his time frame where just like every business has an accounting team, a sales team, an operations team, um, every, every single successful business 
is gonna have a content team. You're gonna have a videographer on staff. You're gonna have somebody who's packaging all your content up for YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. And I know, like when I first started hearing that, I'm like, no, you know, certain companies are gonna get it. But as I've been watching this trend, and this is really why I wanna point this out, the power of a personal brand, building your personal brand is no longer an op, it's not optional. It's critical, non-optional. Just like Gary Vee said in the next two to five years, and by the way, I believe that COVID accelerated this. COVID, COVID brought a lot of things forward that needed to happen or were gonna happen anyway, even if they didn't need to happen, they're happening. And COVID just accelerated it. Our reach in the digital online marketing world got accelerated. If you're not seen, if you're not noticed, if you're not found by means of media, video, online presence, et cetera, you're gonna get lost. I don't care what business you're in. So when Gary Vee said that, it rang true. Then I you know, just kind of had this epiphany and Matt had been telling me forever, you need to build your personal brand. And here's, here, here's, the, here's the real purpose of this. Let me just narrow this down. So people do business with people that they know, like, and trust, right? Well, in the old school, um, we literally would have to go to you know, a boys and girls club fundraiser. And, you know, we go there because we want to help the boys and girls club and, you know, we want to give back and everything else. But we also go to these events or join the chamber of commerce or whatever, go to conferences, networking events, because we want to meet people. We want to build relationships with people. We want to get in front of people so that they can know, like, and trust us. Well, you can do that through building your personal brand. Again, whether it's a podcast, whether it's Instagram, whether it's Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, I don't care what it is, get moving. Here's some statistics. 81% of businesses use video as a marketing tool, and that's up from 63% over the last year. This is an interesting statistic to me because I feel like that's skewed. Um, I don't feel like 81% of businesses are using video uh, right now currently. And if they are, that's including you know a Facebook video that they put up every once in a while or something. I don't I don't think it's that high, but interesting statistic. What's interesting to me, whatever their benchmark is on this, 81% of businesses use video as a marketing tool, up from 63% last year. So that's almost a 20% increase in whatever you know demographic or group they're talking about. Six out of ten people would rather watch online videos right now than television. And I see this in our life. It's funny because even when Kara and I are, you know, binge watching a, a Netflix show or something, uh, half the time we're, <laughs> we're not even watching the show. Half the time, you know, she's, she's looking at something, I'm looking at something. It's just kind of interesting how much this is. And again, social dilemma, you know, we're consumed by this. We can talk about all the bad things and, and how this is so negative, but the reality is it, it's not going away. Um, mobile video consumption rises by 100% every year, according to Incivia. By 2022, online videos will make up more than 82% of all consumer traffic to the internet. That's 15 times higher than it was in 2017. 78% of people watch online videos every week and 55% view online videos every day. This is, this is crazy. A Facebook executive predicted that their platform will be all video and no text by 2021. Uh, you guys have probably heard this, but YouTube's the second most popular website and search engine after Google. Users view more than a billion hours of video each day on YouTube. 
59% of executives say they would rather watch a video than read text. That's executives. 59% of executives say they would rather watch a video than read text. 75% of all video plays are, are on mobile devices. This is interesting. Viewers retain 95% of a message when they watch it in video compared to 10% when reading it in text. I could go on and on. Um, I've got a bunch of statistics and everything else that I'm constantly looking at, but the power of a personal brand, if you're on the fence on this, you got to get moving. Um, perfect is the enemy of done. And, and I know we all struggle, especially when we first started putting videos out. Um, it's, it's uncomfortable and we're always going to get better and better at it. But the relationship building in the old days was go to an event and shake hands. That uncomfortable part that I was telling you guys about the, the, the social media realm, online marketing world, um, the online world in general allows us to make relationships that we couldn't have made before. Um, there's the six degrees of separation. I've talked about this in previous episodes, but you know, back in the day, there were six degrees of separation. Somebody knew somebody, you knew somebody that 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 could introduce you to anyone, basically. Um, I saw a, a Microsoft study that was done, I think in 2011, and I saw this probably four or five years ago, and they, they brought, they proved that it's down to like four or something like that now. And if you just look at LinkedIn, just think about it. LinkedIn shows you if you're a first like level connection, a second level, third level, Pretty much in this day and age, if you want to get to somebody, um, the, the internet world has collapsed everything for us. It has compressed so much. And again, whether that, you know, you could sit here and argue with me all day long and tell me that that's what's wrong with the world and this is bad, this is all bad for us and I'm not going on Facebook and I'm not going on Instagram, my privacy, uh, fine, I'm, I'm okay with that but I'm telling you the world's not changing. We're not going to go backwards on this. It's only going to get further. If you don't adopt this now and you don't start getting moving, um, you, you're going to, you're going to miss out on a lot. Business will change. Entire industries will be shut down because they didn't adapt and they didn't adjust. And within entire industries, things are going to get compressed. The haves and the have nots are going to get compressed. I'm not, I have to be careful that I don't detour on this, but with everything that's going on right now, you know, after COVID, and again, COVID didn't really do anything but accelerate a lot of things that were happening. But even in the financial world, the haves and the have-nots, it's getting greater and greater and greater. The gap is widening. Um, pensions are about to go bankrupt. Like entire, there's entire, the, the federal government, Social Security, Medicare, there are so many bankrupt fire um fire and police pensions. There are so many problems. The gap is widening. So what does that have to do with the personal brand? Same thing. If, if you don't figure out how to adjust and get your personal brand built that you can flex into any, here, here's the thing. Let's just say that I was still in the HVAC industry, which I'm going back into. Um, I think it's a, an amazing industry. It's essential. It's, I've, I've thought this forever. I just needed the right time. But, but let's just say you're in the HVAC industry and you decide to adjust or that industry goes south and you have to move on to something else. Well, if you're known as the HVAC guy, 
and that's the only, you know, yeah, you could, you could call your list of people and be like, Hey, I'm no longer an HVAC. I am now selling, I don't know, plywood. You want to buy, buy plywood from me? You know, a big percentage of those people are not going to be your ideal customers. And they're going to be like, well, what do you know about selling plywood, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But if you build a list or an audience of people that know, like, and trust you around your personal brand and who you are, and then yes, you build in what you do. People, people don't care. There's so many sayings around this, but people don't really know. They don't really care how much you know. They just want to know how much you care, right? And so really getting to know people um, in the online marketing world and building your personal brand is the most powerful thing you can do right now. I know it's uncomfortable. I know making videos is uncomfortable. I know you don't want to spend all your time on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn. I get all that. In order to be found in this world, in this day and age, you are going to need to have your name out there. Google yourself. This is a, this is a interesting exercise. Google yourself and tell me what comes up. If, if you don't figure out how to get yourself found, then people can't find you. Uh, that's profound, Mike, right? If you don't figure out how to build your personal brand and this takes time, this isn't something that's going to happen overnight. And I hear everybody telling me right now, well, Mike, yeah, that's easy for you. You know, I can't spend 40 hours a week making content. It's been, it's interesting because I've even had, um, several people ask me and, and also my partner, Andrew, like, what is, is Mike, is Mike no longer in the business or what's going on? Cause they think I'm spending all my time building content. If you do this right, especially if you learn to leverage and outsource, there are so many people out there that can, um, do a lot of this for you. You can really collapse this down to something that you don't have to spend more than an hour or two hours. Let's say even five, let's say you committed five hours a week. And from that five hours a week, if I, if I took you two years down the road and, and, and we could quantify it and you had built, um, let's just say 200 amazing relationships that now I'm not talking about just like people that DM'd you like great relationships that were built because you started building your personal brand and you invested five hours a week in it. You, you would take me up on that. If you had 500 additional customers or, you know, 200, sorry, the number was 200. If you had 200 additional customers or you had, you know, 200 people that were now on your list that are, are buying a product from you or that you could reach out to if you needed something or that you figured out how to connect with them in your industry or they helped you, um, you know, get acquisitions done. Just think about this. I'm offering a $15,000 finders fee to anybody that connects me with an owner of an HVAC company that's in the $3 million range that wants to sell. If it's an off market deal and you connect me and I, and I close on that, I'll pay you $15,000 once we close. If I don't have a list of people that get to hear that, that are not listening to my podcast, I can't get found. The only way that I can tell them that is if we're having one-on-one conversations at the golf course or while we're having lunch. But imagine being able to reach a thousand listeners or 10,000 listeners or saying it on an Instagram video or saying it on a LinkedIn video or that. You see how much the reach is expanded? You might be saying, Mike, this is of no value. This is no, I don't know how to, I don't know how to pull this all together for, for, for my world or for what I have going on. I'm telling you, if you don't figure out how to make this happen, and figure out how it does bring value to you, you are going to get left behind. Let me, let me kind of pull this together. So, you know, obviously I, I knew I needed to start building my personal brand. 
um, I, I knew that we needed, so, you know, for, for various reasons, not just being found, but also so that people can really get to know what you believe and who you really are. Um, again, in business, people are going to do business with people they know, like, and trust. I've, I've literally, I've had employees who have researched us ahead of time and decided to come to work for us because of the message that we're putting out into the world. Employees. So who doesn't need better employees? Who doesn't need more employees? Who doesn't need more deal flow in their life, whether you're in real estate or business or whatever? Who doesn't need more customers? Who doesn't need more eyeballs watching their stuff? Everybody does. Okay, so maybe you're a W-2 employee. Great. Are you, know, are you not looking for more clients in your space? Are you not looking for more uh, you know, potential opportunities for when you do quit and and move on, or maybe you just want a, a, a better opportunity. If you're if you're a W two employee, maybe you love your job, maybe you love your career, maybe you love what you do, but you're just looking for a different com- company to work for. Like you don't feel appreciated in the company. Well, if you're if you're out there and you're you're putting the right stuff out um, into social media land or into the you know video online or web or whatever, and and recruiters can find you. How much better does that make you as a candidate? And by, again, this could go both ways. I mean, if you're out putting, you know, your party life and, and by the way, I think we should be real on social media, um, but you do got to be a little bit careful because that stuff stays out there forever, right? And so use this as a tool is what I'm getting at, the power of the personal brand. And I don't, you could argue with me till you're blue in the face. Everybody should be working on their personal brand. And if you don't, you're going to get left behind. Let me, let me tell you a couple things that have happened. Um, so just even back to the conference, the you know networking thing. I've got people who I've already, I already knew them. And like, so for Go, GoBundance as an example. So I already know, you know a bunch of the guys in GoBundance, but then you go back to an event, which there's like two events a year, um, the main events. You go back to an event. And even though you knew a bunch of the guys, like people come up to you and they're like, Hey, I'm really loving the content. I really loved this episode. And, you know, because you had this certain guest on, I connected with him and our relationship has done X. Zig Ziglar said, you can have everything you want in life. If you just help enough other people get what they want. Literally today, I went golfing with a friend that I met through another friend because we're all kind of connected and we all went golfing together and they're out having dinner and they're they're, they're like a great fit. I don't, I'm not saying they're going to be business partners, but they're a great fit um, in the business world that they're both kind of in. And, and they, even though they do you know, somewhat different things, they're both connected and grounded in real estate and they both have call teams. And anyway, it's a, it's a connection. It's a connection that's made, that was made one-on-one, but you can make so many of those connections by, by just building your personal brand and connecting more people. And connecting people on social media is so much easier than it is one-on-one. You know, back in the day, if you did get the opportunity to talk about it, you, you know, you, you could send referrals. But nowadays, when, when somebody needs something, you literally can just have your assistant send them a link to whoever they're trying to connect. I, Kara did, uh, you know, she does money mindset courses with women and and one of the girls that took her course, I just, I, I was a guest speaker and was just talking about pulling your money out of the market and, and you know, with the CARES Act being able to pull money out, which by the way, the, the clock is running short on that. Um, I think you have till December 31st. So if you haven't taken advantage of that yet, get moving. 
But anyway, I was able to connect her with a guy who I know, um, again, just through networks. That all happens anyway, um, again, with you know going to conferences and that kind of stuff, but it makes it so much easier to have conversations. People come up to me, and I'm not, I'm not saying I'm a celebrity. I don't, I don't have, I'm telling you, if you just started your podcast and just started doing whatever I'm doing, this podcast hasn't even been up for a year. And already it's helping me, instead of me having to break in those conversations, um, my, my personal brand has people coming to me asking me questions or, or, or starting conversations around something that they heard me say. And that's so much, that, that to me is the win. I'm not even talking about doing business with people. I'm just talking about building authentic relationships. That to me is the win because I don't have to do the awkward, you know, let's see if I can meet 10 new people over the course of five days. I guarantee you if you start building your personal brand and you start getting out there and people start following you and they will if you speak your truth and they will if you're passionate about it and they absolutely will if you approach it from a place of value. Zig Ziglar, once again, he said you can have everything you want in life if you just help enough other people get what they want. So building the personal brand, um, I don't know about you, but I, I feel like the time frames are condensing. I'm probably not gonna be in the same business for 20, 30, 40 years. I want to build a personal brand around any business that I decide to get into, any investment I decide to get into. As long as you cultivate that brand and you stay true to your voice, and your passion and you start putting that out there, people will find you and you, you will be able to create and, and, and nurture a lot more relationships without social media or than you could without social media um, by being on it. Now, a lot of people would say that, you know, the internet and social media and all this has taken away from the authenticity in relationships, et cetera, et cetera. I don't believe it. I don't, I don't buy it, not for a minute. I've watched Kara in the last year, you know, join a bunch of masterminds, but also really dive in and get connected with people through social media. And then once she goes to an event, um, the connection goes deeper. I've connected with people on social media that I met later and know, already having a relationship on social media takes our relationship once we actually meet so much deeper. So. I don't fall into the camp of social media is destroying our life, Facebook's destroying our life, Instagram's destroying, it, it can if you let it consume you, but you can also use it as a tool. A couple more things and then I'll close. Um, I, I don't think I ever actually pulled this together if you're still listening, great, glad you're with me. Um, you could literally record an hour of video for YouTube around whatever it is you wanna talk about once a week and then put the right team together, and you could outsource a lot of this on Upwork. I mean, I get I get hit up a hundred times a day on Instagram for people that you know are going to change my Instagram and they're going to blow me up. And the world's full of online marketers that are the experts, so just be careful. But you could literally spend an hour or two hours a week recording some videos and 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 some content and then get it out to the right um, people. And then they could strip it down for you, those videos, and turn it into a podcast that launches once a week. And they could turn it into a blog post that goes on your, your website. And, and then they can give you a whole bunch of Instagram videos. You could do all that with two hours, maybe even an hour of your time if you wanna start out slower. And then there's all the, you know, the gurus that are like, oh, you need to post 
five times a day or whatever times. I, I post once a day on most platforms and you know, some not even. But that's because we've built kind of a process and a team. So here's the thing. You can outsource all this. You could do a lot of it yourself. Um, you don't have to post every day. And, and the platforms are all changing. And so you just kind of have to stay on top of that too. But I'm telling you right now, if you outsourced all this, you could probably outsource all of it for a thousand bucks a month and, and do a pretty good job of it. Um, and you could do it for way less too. You don't have to do everything. But if you've got your content out being searched by podcasts and it's getting turned into a blog and you're on Instagram and you're doing stuff on LinkedIn, you don't, you don't have to turn it into a full-time business is what I'm really getting at. But if you don't get started today moving toward building your personal brand, you're never going to get started. Um, I don't know if any of you guys remember this, but when I first started trying to get comfortable on Instagram, you know, just putting up videos, I didn't even know what to talk about. So I did this uh, little thing for stories and I just decided that I was going to clean out my house and I was going to do, you know, 40 days of giveaway or something. I can't even remember what it was. And that just got me comfortable with video. And so, you know, even if it's once a week, just get started. Just start adding value to the world. The thing is, is nobody's watching to begin with. There's going to be a few people watching it. The only way, you know, I, I had a trainer actually, um, a physical trainer, and I'm going to give you a little analogy and like parable type thing here. So I, I go to the gym and I meet with this trainer and this was probably 12 years ago. And I look at him, he's like, well, what's your goals? And I'm like, well, here's the thing. I don't want to be huge. <laughs> and he's like, I don't, I don't think that's going to be a problem for you. And I was like, oh man, that kind of hit me in the heart. But the reality is, you know, we, we have these, really, they're not even limiting beliefs. They're freaking excuses. But when, when I say I don't want to be huge, he knows I'm not going to get huge because that takes a high level of commitment. So bring this back to social media. Really getting huge takes a very high level of commitment. You're not going to get huge overnight. And if you do, congratulations. But the reality is nobody's going to be watching at first when you're uncomfortable and you're getting started. But if you continue to do it, every day you're going to show up. It's going to get a little easier, better and better and better. And you're going to add so much value to the world. The reason why I really wanted to share this with you is I really think that if you don't really start working on your personal brand... And, and you don't start sharing your truth with the world, you are going to get left behind. Um, this is the method of communication for businesses. This is the method of communication for peer-to-peer, brand-to-brand, peer-to-brand, brand-to-peer, B2C, business-to-consumer, whatever, you know, however you want to say it. Um, this is the, this is quickly, you saw the statistics on how fast everybody's moving this direction. If you don't start building your personal brand and you don't start getting on it, you are going to get left behind. I'm not telling you you have to do a podcast. I'm not telling you you have to you know, post on every platform. But what I am telling you is that you have got to start getting comfortable you know, putting videos out. Even something as little as this. Um, one of my recent uh, guest episodes, Rick Hale, we were at his lake house, me and my son Dylan. Um, he had a friend who it was his birthday and it was his son's birthday. And so he brought my son Dylan in. Um, who does wake surf lessons. Dylan's a professional wake surfer. He was on a couple episodes back too. Go find it. Um, so anyway, we're all together and I meet Rick's best friend, Michael. It was his birthday. And so we got to spend some time together. And this guy is just high energy, just an amazing guy. That was, I don't even, I don't know what that date was. I think it was the end of September. So my birthday is October 12th. 
I get this video on my birthday from Michael Mulder just telling me, he's like, hey man, I just want to let you know I really appreciated our time together. My son was so blessed. I was so blessed. A friend of Rick is a friend of mine. And it, man, that, that, did, that meant so much to me. And if it had been a text, it wouldn't have meant as much. So there's a ton of power in video and all of that, the way we consume. I, you know, I gave you a bunch of statistics. Everything is changing. And if you don't figure this out, and you don't get on it, you're gonna get left behind. That doesn't even include, you know, the conversations around how you can monetize this. Um, you know, YouTube, the amount of money that people are making on YouTube, even just early, you know, if you just stay consistent with it and, and start doing well. Um, for me, the podcast is really just about meeting amazing people, sharing my truth, um, and ultimately, you know, finding investors that, are interested in passively investing with us. Yes, I have, you know, reasons why. I mean, I don't just get on here only to, you know, just talk, but I don't really I don't really plan on using my podcast, to, you know, for advertisers to pay me. What I really look for is number 1, I want to give back. I've had some amazing mentors in my life and I want to share that truth, but then also, you know, like Karen and I are um, launching the the couples mastermind and we're taking 10 couples I would love it if, you know, a percentage of those, two, three, four of the couples, five of the couples came from, because you have gotten to know me, whether it's Instagram or, or Facebook or, or the podcast, I would love to connect with you that way. I've met so many amazing connections and I know Kara has through, through her um, social media and, and her networks there. So yeah, of, of course, you know, there's, the whole reason why I've been saying this is because you have to build your personal brand if you want to have a successful, a successful, sustainable business, I don't care if you're again a W two employee or or you're selling online courses or anything else. This this is how people find you. This is how people get to know you. And if you don't start building your personal brand, you are gonna get left behind. For me personally, I just love people too, and I think probably the most rewarding thing of this whole thing is the conversation starters that I've gotten into and the relationships that have deepened further because of being able to share my truth on the podcast. Um, and I can't tell you how many new people I've met that I would have never met if I hadn't started building my personal brand and sharing this truth. So I encourage you, whatever your truth is, whatever you've, you, you probably already know, you know, you're probably thinking about this already. And if you're not, you better. But I think most of you listening have probably already just record some videos. I mean, it doesn't take anything. You can you can put a I think you can upload your own podcast for you know, 90 bucks a month or maybe even less on certain platforms. Just start getting your truth out there. Um, get moving. The power of a personal brand is so important. And the relationships you're going to build, the growth that you're going to have by doing it. Um, you probably, like I said, you probably already know, you know, what it looks like. You've probably been thinking about it. This is the direction of the world. Get moving. If you've found value in this episode and you know someone who's wanting to start or move further along in their journey toward investing for freedom, I would be forever grateful if you would share this show with them and help me get this message out to more listeners. Also, if you enjoy what you've heard, I would appreciate it if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. And until the next episode, cheers to moving further along in your journey of investing for freedom.